Hello and welcome back to Just Plain History, a subtopic of Just Plain Random, where I'll just talk about uh, fun history facts. Now, before I get into this, on the day that this is recorded, maybe a brand new Just Plain Random episode might be released, but like, don't really get your hopes up because me and my brother, aka my co-host, are not really good with promises. Anyways, let's get started to, you know, talk about what we're talking about today. Since it's just plain history and not just plain war, I'm not going to be talking about any warfare or anything. But instead, I'm going to be talking more about Greece. Alright, so let's get started. Now, before we do get started, I would like to insert kind of like a shout-out sponsor of some sorts. I'm not getting paid for this whatsoever. I'm just saying this on my behalf. And that is, well, the sponsor, my shout-out, I guess I could say, of this podcast episode, Anchor.fm. Now, if you do not know what Anchor.fm is, it is a really easy-to-use website that you can access from any computer. If you're in school and you want to start your own school podcast, hopefully they don't block it, but like it's there, it's a possibility. And not only that, but you can get the app on your phone or tablet or any other um, mobile device, which allows you to kind of just record on the go. Obviously, the recording might not be as crisp as, you know, a professional microphone of some sorts. But it's still going to be there, so I highly recommend using Anchor.fm. Heck, that's what I'm even using right now. It's really easy to get into. All you got to do is a few uh, clicks of a button and you're already recording. And they do have sponsorships, which is okay. And the first sponsor that you'll get is from Anchor. You know, just as like kind of what I'm doing but they actually pay for this I'm not so anyways go ahead and use anchor.fm and if you want well anchor will automatically distribute your podcast if you start one over to Spotify and anchor gets lots of its statistics from Spotify specifically such as age uh, demographics listener listen time all those so go ahead and use Anchor.fm or download the app on your on your mobile device today. Very easy to use, very simple. Now let's get back into the video. All right, let's talk about ancient Greece. Ancient Greece is kind of like the most simplest thing that you can really talk about. The ancient Greeks were along one of the first civilizations. Well, one of the uh, civilizations that grew up during the Middle East hotspot. Greece is now located in uh, current day Greeks, obviously. And that was mainly where it stayed. And Greece had kind of like city-states. If you do not know what city-states are, it's take America they have states but they're also not 
huge and have multiple cities, it has one city. A city-state. And these city-states would kind of act independently but form together to create Greece. And the two major city-states were Athens and Spartans. And that's mainly what I'll be covering today. So, let's first talk about the powerhouse of the mind, Athens. Athens was named after uh, Athena, one of the Greek goddesses in the Greek belief system, I guess. Anyways, Athena was always the wise person, well, the wise woman, and strategic in times of war. Well, Spartans uh, believed in uh, Ares, which is the god of war. In Spartan, I think they had like a, it was either Rome or, or Spartan that had like a huge metal Ares. Can't remember. Anyways, back to uh, Athens. They mainly, they mainly used more mind than war power. They did have armies, but in Athens, it was a spark of all the golden age, shall we say, where they invented writing, they thought, they had uh, philosophers, they had um, scientists, I think, and poets like Pluto, and Socrates, I think, is one of them. Anyways, as I said, I can't really remember, but Athens was the big mind area. They also had laws, which formed the modern day American laws. Well, not really, those were different. But obviously, you got the nerds and you got the buff jocks. So let's talk about Spartans. Spartans were war, was a war state. Where over there, as soon as a male was born, they were tested for war. Uh, inside the cribs, a council of elders will go and kind of critique the child. And if the child was fit for um, training, they keep the child. And if the child wasn't, gotta eat it across the mountain. No joke, they actually left children to die on the mountains. Fun fact of the day. Anyways, so... The Spartans had horrid, not horrid, I guess, but it was kind of rough life. As soon as you turned six or seven, you were sent to a war camp to train yourself, and you were to be you were trained to be uh, punching, biting, everything. And they didn't even uh, feed you guys as a child. Anyways, aside from that horrible mess, um, Spartan children were actually encouraged to steal from bakers, from shopkeepers, all those. And um, the punishment wasn't actually because the kids stealed, but in fact because they were caught stealing. And they mainly underfed the children because in times of war when rations were low, 
they wanted to actually have the child prepared for that. And so they could steal. Anyways, aside from the point, uh, let's get into some more Spartan stuff. Uh, they were, I guess, war people. Hey, I said that a lot in this single sentence right here. Yeah, okay. So, let's go talk about the biggest war, well, one of the biggest wars in Greece, which was the Peloponnesian War. A war between Athens and Spartans. So, why is this a big war? Well, obviously, you have the two big powerhouses of, uh, at the time. The nerdy Athens and the jockey Spartans. Now, they had a peace treaty. And this how this defended them from enemies. But, they each started to backstab each other. They would help support enemies. And you know, kind of set their own attack. They would send a few armies here, uh, send a few rations there. And obviously that sucked because they're violating the, the peace treaty. And soon it broke out into war. And although most people don't know who started the war or who didn't, many scientists agreed on one thing. The Athens started the war because well they were the ones who were actually not using the treaty correctly they were the ones found backstabbing more often they were the ones found you know fighting more often they were the one they even weakened spartan camp so the enemy can go so the enemy can get into it and obviously that didn't sit well with the spartans finally athens decided to attack and that led into a huge war, aka the Peloponnesian War. Now, around this time, um, not much really happened, just a lot of war between the Athens and Spartans. But what really matters here is that the Spartans won. Even though the, the Athens were a little smarter and had a Ceno with them, the strength of the Spartan War brought forth and actually defeated the Athens. But, although Spartan did have its own allies, its allies were uh, telling Sparta to burn down Athens, break it apart, crumble it, because it would be as, you know, powerful to show other nearby kingdoms like Egypt and the Persian armies that hey listen we're not afraid to break down your camps destroy your city so these um Spartan allies were going yeah no go go destroy uh, Athens and like you'll show that you're powerful they kept Athens why they, 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 I don't know okay, uh, let me just google over here what did the Athens invent? Alright. Uh, they invented voting for war councils. 
and democracy. I don't know. Oh, they created the watermill, the auto meter, the alarm clock. So if you hate getting up in the morning, blame Athens. Uh, cartography, the Olympic sports with that tree in part of Greece. The basis of uh, geometry. I thought that was part of the golden age of India. We might talk about the golden age of India soon. The earliest uh, practice of medicine, kind of true. And modern physiology. Yeah, the physiology did work. Well, was true, but practice of um, the first practices of medicine. I'd kind of that's in my opinion a little more debatable because you know other places were having medicine. Anyways, that's that's the point. Athens definitely invented a lot more things, but they wanted to keep all that because. Was the minds of Athens, they could kind of combine a bit to become an even stronger foe. Sadly, um, well, not really sadly, but in the end, Greece did fall because of the Romans. And let's talk a bit about the Romans. And Roman mythology, it's the same as Greek mythology, but just different. Like Zeus is Jupiter, Ares is Mars. Uh, who's she called? The lady, uh, I said, whatever she's called. Um, let me just Google that. Aphrodite. That's who it is. Aphrodite is Venus. Um, Athena was... I forgot what it was. But also many um, Greek myths did go into Roman. And one of the bigger ones that we know today, because Anthony made a movie on it, is Hercules. Fun fact, Hercules, the way how it's spelled in the movie, is actually how it, the Romans are called it, even though it's in the Greek world. Yeah, don't understand that. The actual Greek term, well, name for Hercules is actually Heracles. Not Hercules, Heracles. So, uh, I guess fun fact. Anyways. Um, aside from the fact that Roman tech, Rome just stole everything from Greek kind of like that uh you can you can copy my homework but change just a bit meme but yeah romans technically did that but according to the story of how roman how rome was um uh, made was that two boys during the trojan war fled to italy on a boat and you know they had a, a debate and the brother called rome Romus, I think his name was, or something, won by killing his brother and established Rome in his name. Anyways, Rome did manage to defeat Greeks, but that's mainly because it, just, it was all the Greek fault. Greek, well, Greece, forced, well, their city states was always in, in wars against each other. So, like, if they were to unify against, for say, a greater enemy like Rome, 
they wouldn't fare too well. So that was the end of the Greek. They fell to Rome and also because of their fault. But aside from that, they ended up winning. Well, Rome ended up winning and taking over the whole uh, Mediterranean area. And then also in Greece around the same time. Alexander the Great. The only reason why I'm talking about him is because he also kind of helped. He was, I think he was Greek or something. Alexander III of Macedon, Greek. Alejandro's III. Great book king of the ancient Greek kingdom of Macedon. Yeah, okay. So, Alexander III was uh, part of the Macedonian Greek city-state. And, fun fact, by the way, uh, Philip II of Macedon, his father, uh, he was afraid to attack Spartan when he was trying to conquer a bit more land. Because Sparta was obviously the big powerhouse, and they were afraid to get there, to fight them. But you all know the story of Alexander the Great took over a whole Greek, took over the whole Mediterranean area, then took uh, then took out the enemy Persia, and took over that. And then after Rome fell, well, they also, he also took out um, Egypt. But after you know, then Rome took out all that, took control of all that. Then what happened afterward was the fall of Rome and the fall of every other ancient city-state which led into the medieval Dark Ages time. But that's really all I have to say about Greek. A lot of Greek culture fits in with some... Well... You know, Roman culture as well. Uh, Let's go over the Greek gods right here, so... So yeah, Zeus is the Lord of Lightning and Sky. Poseidon is the Water. Poseidon was also the son of a. Oh, I'm kind of stupid over here. Uh, I was reading over here, and it says Poseidon was also the son of the Titan Cronus and Rhea. And I'm like, wait a second, was he? And then I remember Cronus and Rhea gave birth to the gods. Anyways, fun fact about the first story of a uh, gods in Greek and all that stuff um Gaia and the sky forgot the sky guy name but they were in a, an affair and they created every other Greek enemy such as the 100 handed man the 100 eyed cyclops cyclopses and the titans and then uh Gaia was getting mad at the sky guy because he was imprisoning all of their children so she said um you know, whoever can defeat him with his golden sickle would be granted king of the world. Anyways, everyone was afraid because, obviously, Sky Guy was very powerful. But then the small little guy, uh, Kronos, he was like, oh, you know what, mother? Give me the sickle. I will kill that. And he did. He, uh, he made in kind of like a plan how Gaia would lure Sky Guy back down there to Earth. 
where he would be instead his mortal form. Then his uh, then the other Titans would hold uh, Sky Guy in while Cronus would sickle him, and it worked. But the Sky Guy gave Cronus uh, a, a prophecy. Because the Sky Guy's son, Kronos, killed his father, Kronos' children will, at some point, kill Kronos, which didn't happen. So, when he, when Kronos married his sister, then, well, he, every single child that they had, he ate, except for Zeus, because Mother turned, made a rock as him. And yeah, that's really all I have to say. Sorry, I'm rushing this ending. But, yeah, uh, have a great day, I guess, and goodbye. Sorry for the awkward pause over here. My phone turned off. Mm-hmm.